And welcome to episode 43? 44. 44. I thought it was 43, but I could be wrong. Uh, I could be 43. Welcome to this episode. I'm here with my favorite and least favorite co-host. That's crazy. Bringing that intro back is kind of wild. <laughs> Matt and Ramon, how are you guys doing on this fine evening? Good. Um, at 3.30 in the afternoon. I'm doing well. I did not change the clock. I did not change the clock back on my computer. I thought it was 4:40. That's uh, wild. <laughs> um, so we are going to be doing our mid-season predictions for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, all those awards, and then just a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, we've been halfway through a season, and we decided to go take a look at what we. What our predictions looked like before the season, and have if we're changing any of them? No, we so, will be changing a lot of them. At least I will. <laughs> All of them, actually. All right. You got anything to add? Let's get it out. Let's get over with. MVP. Oh, we're going with the big one quickly. Oh, all right, all right. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go small. We'll go offensive rookie of the year. That one's pretty easy. Yeah. Right. Uh, can I please, may, may I please, yeah, this one. Go ahead. All right. So, um. Sky Moore. Yeah, mine is getting changed. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I picked <laughs> Sky Moore. I thought he would get a lot of playing time, but it just never really worked out. If anything, he's probably it's been worse just because not only is he getting not getting a lot of playing time, but he's also fumbling punt returns. So that's that's something he does. So I'm gonna change my offensive rookie of the year pick to one of the running backs, but I think he's gonna be set in another one. So I'll keep I'll keep it a little bit. Okay, I'll do another one. I'll say Kenneth Walker. Um, Kenneth Walker has taken over the Seattle backfield when Rashad Penny went out, and he has been electric. He scored in every single game he started. He gets he is amazing after uh, he's amazing breaking tackles. He, uh, you know, patience has been a problem, but at the end of the day, he has been very good at breaking tackles and at least getting something out of a negative play. He can catch out of the backfield a little bit. They really haven't utilized that part of his game, but Kenneth Walker has been really good. He's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, I think me and Ramon probably have the same one. Which is? Uh, oh, I my... Yeah, do you want to go? All right. Uh, my Offensive Rookie of the Year pick to start the season was <laughs> Christian Watson. And the way he started the season indicates the way the rest of the season went. The first play of the Packers season was a 75-yard bomb to Watson, who was wide open, placed in his hands and he dropped it and he has not been the same since he has been no part of this Packers offense, which I thought he would. I said, draft him in fantasy. He's going to be a huge pickup. He's going to be Rogers. Number one guy to not fall in love with Alan Lassard. And I was so wrong about that. I am going to change my pick and I'm going to go with, uh, I do think Kenneth Walker is actually a, a great pick. I really, um, Kenneth Walker to me would be the runner up for it. I think this award goes to people that are good since week one. And I know him not playing week one is not his fault. It is not. But this is more of a longevity award of who's been great since week one. And there's one guy that's really been good for the longest, and that's Chris Olave. Um, I, was, I was an Olave fan in the draft. Um, I liked him coming out. I remember some people said he was going to go higher than what people expected, which is true. The Saints went out and got him. And right now, the Saints – have been playing without Michael Thomas and uh, Jarvis Landry for a while. And it's like, they still got a great receiver. Lave looks exact. He's filling in the role for both of them to the point where 
if they decided to trade Michael Thomas after this season, they'd be fine. Without They don't even need Landry to. Lobby has been great. And the better part is the fact that he's doing this with a revolving door of quarterbacks. And it's not even like a revolving door of like, oh, going from a bad quarterback to a good quarterback. He's going from like mid to garbage. He's played with awful quarterback play, and the numbers just show it. He produces. But if Kenneth Walker won it, would it surprise me? No, it would not. I'm very scared. I think Kenneth Walker right now has to be the one battling him for it. But yeah, Ulave would be my pick just because let me, longevity. Let me just, let me just follow up what you said about the longevity award. Uh, that's not true. Um, Justin Jefferson in 2020 got off to – he barely played. He didn't see the field very much. That's not and true, Matt. Huh? That's not true because I pay, I got Justin Jefferson in fantasy after week two because of, he had, was a sparking like nothing. He was on the waiver wire and I picked him up. He was good since week two. No, he he had a very slow start to the season. Not not on him by any means, but it was because he wasn't getting targets. He had one good game against the Titans to begin the season, and then had the rest of his games were not very, you know, weren't very productive from a, stat- a statistical standpoint. And then he popped off towards the end of the season, which gave him the award. So now, and also, um, one thing that helps Olave is the fact that what's his name Penny is playing. Penny was playing still pretty good for the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are a good team. Then that so Kenneth Walker's playing for a good team while Olave's out here producing on a bad team. Well, with what he's had to work with, not many rookie. I, I guarantee you, Christian Watson would look way worse with those quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers would probably look like an MVP contender right now if Chris Olave was his wide receiver. All right. Well, I thought we would all have the same answers, but we all had different ones. Yeah, I know who you're going with. I said it was going to be Drake London, but now I'm changing it to Damian Pierce. Yep, that's a good pick. I like it. I thought we were all going to pick Pierce, but that, I, was I, wrong. Didn't, I didn't want it. I wanted to go different. I thought that Walker is better. So oh, I, yeah. I I really wanted to pick Pierce too because I've been a stand of his since before the season started, but I also I think Kenneth Walker has surpassed him, and I still believe as right now, Lavi has done a lot way more. A Damian Pierce stand is kind of crazy. That is I, crazy. I will say that uh, I I think it would it would be Brees Hall if he played the whole season, but he didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Screwed him up. Nah. Well, moving on to defensive rookie of the year. Matt, you want to start? Yeah. So I had Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. Terrible pick. pick. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that awful pick. fucking pick. I'm going to keep that pick. Not even a top two rookie cornerback in this fucking division. No, he, he is. Jack Jones is Marcus kind of falling and Jack off the a little bit. No. But Sauce Gardner, I mean, great pick for me the day that we did that. And like I said, I'm going to stick with it. I mean, he's been a lockdown corner this season. No no denying that. Um, yes, no matter how much the NFL dick rides him, no matter how much you know the media might hate him, or the media loves him and it pisses people off. He has still been one of the best rookie corners we've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, Sauce has been lights out this year. Nothing. No Mister, Mister gets away with DPI all the time. Um. All right. So my defensive rookie of the year was Trayvon Walker. And to be honest, after like the first two, three games, I was feeling kind of confident about it. It's been downhill ever since that. I will be changing mine. Sam, you said that he wasn't a top two rookie corner. He's not even a top three rookie corner because 
a guy that I've stand since college. I wanted I Bill to take him. Thinking, yeah, I wanted Bill. I wanted pick. Bill no. to take him, and Bill did not take him. Unfortunately, the Seattle Seahawks did, and I said, I remember tweeting, oh. "The Seattle Seahawks just got a steal in this draft." And since week one, he has been a Seahawks team that we thought was going to have a bad secondary, which I still don't think the secondary is great, but Tyreek. Woolen yep. has been great for them. He has been phenomenal. And I think that's why I'm going to give it to him over Sauce because Sauce is playing around a good defense because he actually aren't there three corners like top are ranked, oh, according to PFF, top five graded corners. Three of them are in the top five. Tyreek Woolen's out here by himself doing it all. Now, I like Matt's, I think Matt's pick is great too. I do. I, I personally think Sauce will win it, but I if Tyreek can try to find a way to finish the season strong and I mean, the Jets' schedule looks pretty tough. Me and Matt still believe the Jets could have a collapse. And the Seahawks find a way to get into that postseason. He gets strong. I think Tyreek Woolen has a good shot of winning, and I really hope he does. Because I've been – I mean, he's, I'm a Texas guy. He played at UTSA literally two and a half hours from where I live. And I've watched him since college, and I've been rooting for him. So I hope he goes out and wins it. And to be honest, I know, Sam, you may say that's a bad pick, but you have to admit, even if it's good, you're going to pick Sauce, Tyreek Woolen has to be number two in the runner. Right, Matt? He has to at least be runner-up. Absolutely, I agree. No, 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 no. I, I know I do like that pick. I thought I said that Sauce wasn't a top three corner in his division, so I thought you were going Kyer Elam. Oh, that's why oh, no. I was like, don't fucking said, do it. Oh, I was a Kyer Elam stamp too, but he hasn't that, been yeah, that that's, great. That's that's why. And then, then when you said you were a fan <laughs> of him, I was like, no, he's actually going Kyer Elam. Oh. Uh, well, my defensive rookie of the year pick. You guys, you guys. Went safe. <laughs> I, I, I did a bit. I did a bit of a risk. I, I went Leo thinking. Chanel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Ramon was a stan, as he's once yep. said. Of I still am. I, I still don't think he's been bad. He's been solid, but he's not defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I will be changing mine to join forces with Matt as Sauce Gardner as we move right. to comeback player of the year. You guys could just. I'll skip this one out. What? <laughs> oh, good. Who you <laughs> No, you're going to say it. You're going to say it. All right. Uh, my de- comeback player of the year was um, Juju Smith-Schuster. I thought he was going to go off on this Chiefs offense. He, that Mahomes was going to revive him. He was going to be better than he was this year. And to be honest, he hasn't been that. He has been nowhere to be found. Um, I said that he would be. Okay, he's had a, a couple – no, he's been, he's got a couple moments, but he hasn't been like to the point where like you gotta hand him this award. No. In my opinion, there's about three guys that deserve this award, mm-hmm. and all of them are very deserving of it. You can't go wrong. I'm gonna go with Saquon out of the the three. By the way, the other two, in my opinion, are Derek Henry and uh, Geno Smith. Although I don't personally don't I don't personally think Geno Smith is coming back from anything because dude wasn't injured. Uh, um, CMC is also right. an answer. Yeah. And I, I, I thought CMC was good, but yeah, Saquon, he's got the the Giants. They've they've been playing better. I know most of the credit deserves to go to Brian Dable, but one of the biggest part that this offense, which by the way has no receiving core, is moving, is because Saquon looks like the way Saquon did his rookie year, and to see him after three years of just being hurt and hurt to the same knee to come back and look like that is just incredible, and it's great. As a fan of Saquon and as a football fan, it's great to see him be back and playing great. He's my comeback player of the year. Yeah, I, I 
I couldn't agree more. I had Christian McCaffrey, and I don't think that's a terrible pick, but I do believe that, you know, the what, what, what Saquon has gone through these last three years of being in the NFL, just constant injuries, and everyone knowing that this guy is amazing at what he does, but yet getting constant hate because, you know, injuries and being the number two overall pick and dealing with injuries as a running back, it was just kind of never it, – it never was the – you know, the storybook ending that people all thought, like we, he thought we, he'd sail to superstar him. And in his rookie year, he did. And then he got injuries. He got plagued by injuries the next three years. This year, he's finally healthy, and he's showing the world why he is still a great running back. Saquon Barkley has absolutely come back of the year this year. Uh, My comeback player of the year was uh, – and I think that Derrick Henry <laughs> is going to win it. <laughs> so say say your comeback player of the year. Say it. My comeback player of the year was Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and I, I know what you think. It can't get worse than that. As we move to coach of the year. <laughs> it can't get worse than Baker. Oh okay. boy, you're in for you're in for a treat. We we all really flopped with this one though. So <laughs> I I I think we're all changing our pick here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of candidates for Coach of the Year. However, Matt LaFleur, who was my original pick, is not one of them. <laughs> um, I mean, I can't, I can't ignore, and I, I think that they're just going to keep winning games. I can't ignore what Nick Sirianni has done with his team. Uh, he will be Coach of the Year. Um, the, he has Jalen Hurts sailing to New Heights. Uh, A.J. Brown has done wonders for this team as well. This offense is moving. The defense has been outstanding. They're in that top of that. They're eight no right now, and I don't really see them slowing down. They're going to be a great team, probably the number one seed in the world. Nick Sirianni will be coach of the year. Uh, Raw, uh, you, you go, Sam. I want to hear who you have. <clears throat> well, I had Nick Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett. <laughs> 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 my new coach of the year like matt said there's a lot of guys i really i wanted to go mike mcdaniel just because because he's cool yeah you like mike mcdaniel but i think i'd rather go they ball okay because we they ball with they ball okay i have been riding the brian dable train since the week one but I really want to say someone else, but just because he won it last year, I just don't think they get too repetitive. I'm going to go with Dable, but there's another guy that uh, gets a lot of um, – I, I mean, he gets his props, but I don't think he's got enough, and that's Mike Rabel. He is really good. I, I've always I, – I like, I always thought he was a good coach, but I, I never understood some of the hype when Titan fans would say, no, he's top five, and I'm like, eh, oh, where's the postseason success and all that. I have betted against Mike Rabel and the Titans – for the past three years in a row to be bad. And they have proved me wrong every single year. And this year is probably the most impressive because he's doing it with, with shockingly enough guys, there's a team that has a worse receiving core than us. Cause I didn't, I didn't think that existed. And there's a, and also a team worse than the Packers receiving core. It's called the Tennessee Titans. Um, I really don't even think his defense is that good. They don't really have, they have about like maybe two or three players that you're like, okay, those guys are good, but they make it work because of the coach that he is. And their quarterback just gets worse and worse every year. They have a bottom 10 quarterback. Their rookie quarterback 
he looks worse than he looks worse than Zach Wilson did as a rookie. Like, but if you look up and you look at their schedule, they're five and three. They're most possibly going to win that division again. They just went into Arrowhead and took Patrick Mahomes to overtime because of how great of a coach Mike Rabel is. I do think that when it comes down to get, announcing the awards, he better be one of the candidates because he does deserve to be one of them. But I'm going to go with Dable just because Dable's team, they have not been able to get the coach right for the past, what is it, since Tom Coughlin was there six years, and now it looks like they've found the guy. And he's also doing it with a pretty bad offense, but I'd say his offense is a bit better than than Vrabel's offense. But, yeah, so I'm going to stick with Dable too, but Mike uh, Vrabel – I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm considering even calling him a top three coach in the NFL. It goes Bill Shanahan Rabel. All right. And now we move to defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with this one, I have Micah Parsons and another pick that I'm going to stick with. Um, Micah Parsons doesn't have a weakness in his game. There's just no he's the the way he can move off the line, how fast he is for the position that he is, gets to the quarterback, can cover the pass, stop the run. There's nothing this man can't do. The NFL is realizing that. Everybody is realizing that. And you guys might not think he's better than Judon, but he is the favorite to win defensive player of the year, and I think it's for good reason. So Micah Parsons is defensive player of the year. Okay, I'm going – my pick was just like Matt. I had Matt Judon – I mean, I had Michael Parsons as well to start the season, but I am switching it. I don't care what specimen Michael Parsons is. Uh, you have to credit the person that has the best individual season because that's what we do with the, with the MVP award. Because to be honest, there's people that argue, oh, well, Brady should have gotten over Rodgers. The question is, what do you determine that to be? Like, people have different ways. Stat-wise, yeah, stat-wise. For the the type of defense that Micah Parsons is on, you'd expect him to be at least – I'd understand if he was uh, like, oh, a sack or two below Judon. Judon is far ahead of him. He's far ahead of everybody. In a league where there's a lot of people that constantly get said – Judon's not as talented as that guy. He's not as talented. He, he's not as, as them. Judon still, with a worse team, with a worse supporting cast around him, he has those numbers. He deserves his credit. Yeah, Michael Parsons, obviously, when you're doing your player rankings, you're going to rank him ahead of Judon because Judon's not the player that he is. But when it comes to an award like this, I've always felt that they, they sometimes they give it to, un, to players. Uh, like last year, people tried to argue that even though T.J. Watt had the most sacks, that Aaron Donald should have still got it because he's Aaron Donald. Um. But guess what? TJ won't want it because he had the best individual season. Judon is having the best individual season. And if he keeps it up, he's going to get this award. So Judon is my defensive player of the year. Yeah. I had Miles Garrett winning it, but he just, he's been all right, but he's just not been like as good as he used to be. He's been there. Um, so I will change mine to someone better than Micah Parsons. And that is Matt Judon. Like Ramon said, He's just – he's been unbelievable. He is so good. And maybe Micah Parsons is better in, like, coverage, but Judon's better in run stuffing. He's better – he gets the quarterback better. And if he had Demarcus Lawrence on the other side of him, he'd already have, like, 15 sacks, 16 sacks in the season. 
he's unbelievable with Dietrich Wise next to him. Yeah, Matt said breakout player for the Patriots. Yep, Joshua J is Matt's breakout player. I, I did not say that. <laughs> I've never said that in my life, but move on. Move on. Wide open sex, by the way. All right, who is next? Sam? Huh? Oh, what you, what, what, <laughs> Okay. Uh, I had Justin Jefferson to start in. I mean, um, he hasn't been bad. He's been really good, but there's just another guy that's been on another level, and that's Tyreek Hill, and he's going – he deserves to win this award. Um, I said that I said that he would be fine without Patrick Mahomes, but I did not think he would be this good without Patrick Mahomes. Um, Matt said to me the other day uh, in Santu, um, where they're saying that uh, Tua has underthrown so many passes, and he just he's showing us that he had he has more to his game. Because I remember all we ever heard with Tyreek Hill on why he could never be considered the best receiver or even a top two top three receiver in the league. He just has all he's he's lucky of his speed. That's all he is because he can outrun everybody. No. This guy can hop up there with the best of the best, and he can he can go out there and make great, tough, contested catches. He can even make a great one-handed – he has great hands too with the one-handed catches. And it just took him getting a bad quarterback to show us all that. No, he has the other physical traits. We just never applied it to him because he had a quarterback who placed the ball perfectly to him while he was outrunning everybody by 20 yards. Now he's outrunning everyone by 20 yards and having to come back 15 yards to come and make a phenomenal play. And he's on pace to break the – Cooper Cup won last year because of the phenomenal season he had. I think Tyreek's on pace to pass him with the yards and even beat Megatron's record. So Tyreek Hill's the offensive player of the year for me. Really yeah, cool. I think this is I think this is the one that we're all going to have the same with. You know, I went with Cooper Cup, and he's not bad. Like, he's not – he isn't bad by any means. He's still a great receiver. But Tyreek Hill has been on another level with any of these receivers this season. Like, like I've been saying this entire season, Tua has been underthrowing balls by a good 15 yards. Uh, Waddle and Hill are both victims of that. Um, but Tyreek Hill in particular um, has been nothing short of amazing. Um, you know, he beats everyone down the field. He's great. He's proven this year that his route running is great, even though, like, because, like, people said, like, last year, oh, it's just his speed. No, no, no. This year they, they rely on his route running a lot more, along with his ability to get down the field. And he has delivered every single way. Um, there's a reason that he has over a thousand yards this year. Um, he's making Tua look like a top ten quarterback right now. And this is how stupid PFF is. Um, top one according to PFF, by the way. So um, yeah, Tyreek Hill, offensive player of the year. I don't think there's really a debate. I don't think you can go any other way with it. I had Derrick Henry winning it. Uh. But I'm going to change it. Tyree Hill has been great. But I'm going somewhere else. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Oh, He's He's been special. He's He's been very good. And I wanted to give him MVP. But I decided to give him offensive player of the year and give somebody else MVP. But okay. I think Tyree Hill's a great, great answer, though. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. As we move to... MVP. Oh, my MVP. I said that Aaron Rodgers was going to three P <laughs> <laughs> as your MVP and win three years in a row. Unfortunately, that's not panning out. And to be honest, there's about a couple guys that are in the conversation for it. I, I have my 
my top five list, but I'm going to easily take out two. And those are going to be Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry. They're out because we all know this is a quarterback's award. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to the three quarterbacks I have on this list. Actually, no, it doesn't even come down to them. So the three quarterbacks I have on my list right now are Mahomes, Allen, and Lamar. But I think someone that's not on my list is going to take that award. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think Josh Allen's injury is going to derail his MVP run. Patrick Mahomes, uh, I mean, he's been good. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, to give it to him right now. I personally, like I said, I don't want him to win it because since I haven't won the Super Bowl, there is the MVP curse. And a lot of people uh, don't, they believe that this Eagles team will fall. You know how I, if Jalen Hurts wins the MVP, that's why we'll get the curse. I think he'll, I think the Eagles are going to finish with at least maybe two losses. They'll have the best record in the NFL season. So the, the writers will give him, that's why they'll hand him the MVP because they knew, I'm pretty sure, like people said, he was going to be good with, with AJ Brown, but I'm pretty sure there's some people that did not expect him to be this good. And Patrick Mahomes has looked exactly like you look, you expected Patrick Mahomes to look. Honestly, he's, he's going to be – Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be like Brady. He's going to be the victim of his own greatness, where Brady never got all these MVPs because it, it's Brady. So Matt Mahomes is not going to get most of these MVPs because it's Patrick Mahomes. You expect it from him. So Jalen Hurts gets this because of the season he's having. But the dark horse is Lamar. He, he, I know the record and the way some, the team sometimes play, it has not been as great, but he's having a sneaky good season that's not being talked about. He also, you could even say – um, is one of the quarterbacks that's dealing with having a terrible uh, support cast. Because outside of Mark Andrews, it's nobody else in that Baltimore Ravens team. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens offense. And the defense has – there's something up with the defense. They keep choking games. But I'm going to go Jalen Hurts just because the Eagles are going to probably have – just like a couple of years when the Eagles had the best, the best season in 2017, we all, we all knew that Carson Wentz, had he not got hurt, was going to win that award. So Jalen Hurts is my MVP as of now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had Mahomes going into the season, and that's I don't think that's a bad pick, but I don't think he's gonna win it anymore. Um, Jalen Hurts is obviously in the conversation, I think that he has been a lot better than I've expected this year, even though I'm still not completely sold on his, his improvement. I think it was more just the improvements to the offense, but. I think I'm going to give this award to Lamar just to be different here. Um, yeah, like Sam said, like Lamar has been great this season. Um, he's had a few brutal games. He had a brutal game. Actually, no, not, he didn't really have a brutal game. Um, this dude's supporting cast is terrible. Uh, besides Mark Andrews, you know, he's been, even though he's been out lately, um, Bateman is out for the year. He's never really been in the game anyway. Um you know, like he's dealing with throwing to like Deshaun Jackson, Isaiah Likely, um, Demarcus Robinson. Like that's not a good supporting cast. And what mate what separates Lamar from any other MVP is that rushing or those rushing stats. Like he he has to get the passing yards. He's gotten passing yards all year, throwing dots to these no name receivers, but these rushing yards can't be ignored. Like he's gonna have a lot of yards in combined with a lot of rushing touchdowns, and, you know, like I said, a lot of passing yards, too. So, I'm going to give the award to Lamar. Yeah, my MVP was Kyler Murray. Unfortunately, uh, he has not been good due to his injury called Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> so, I'm going to switch it to a quarterback. who's yeah. he's, he's no Carson Wentz, <laughs> but it's Jalen Hurts. Uh, 
I've been on the Jalen Hurts train for a while. I slid for him last season. And I'll continue sliding for Jalen Hurts because he is a good quarterback. That's all I got to say. All right. Now we go to our Super Bowl matchup. All right. My Super Bowl matchup to start the season, my prediction for the beginning of the season was that it was going to be the Chiefs and the Rams. Now, one of those teams still has a shot at it, and another one is the Rams. Uh, who knows what happened to the Rams? No one expected this downfall from them to happen. And the Chiefs, um, the AFC is a bit tough, but uh, I could still see them walking out of it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs coming out of the AFC still. And in the NFC, I'm changing it up, actually. I, did, I didn't have the Niners in the postseason because I, didn't, I had questions about Trey Lance. But I don't have questions about Jimmy G, nor do I have questions about their newest running back, Christian McCaffrey. So give me the Chiefs and the 49ers in a Super Bowl 54 rematch. And I had the Chiefs beating the Rams in the Super Bowl, but I'm changing it. I say the, the 49ers avenge that Super Bowl loss. Give me the 49ers as your Super Bowl 56 Super Bowl champions over the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I... Oh, in the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hufana Tufa. How do you pronounce his name? The safety. That one pick. That's crazy. He's going to get like a, that game and maybe a fumble recovery. <laughs> okay. okay. That's a, that's a, that's a, that is a. That's a good, player. He's a good player. He's a good player, but like that is such an outlandish Super Bowl MVP pick. Bro. <laughs> right, um, so I had Bills Rams going into the season. I think the Bills still have a chance, but obviously, like Ramon said, the Rams do not. Um, and Ramon said that he doesn't know the reason why the Rams are bad. I do. Their offensive line sucks. Matt Stafford sucks because of the offensive line being that bad. The run game can't get going because they don't have a good running back. And Matt Stafford doesn't have time to throw the ball. And that's just kind of the root of their problems right now is because this line is terrible. They have, I think, three of five starters in IR. Some of them left this offseason from last Super Bowl. So it's a, it's a piss-poor one. I'm not going to lie. Buffalo still has a chance. I think that this – I think that the AFC, as, as deep as it is, I think that there's a few teams that – I think there's only like a select few of teams that I think can really compete for this ring. Um, but, you know, honestly, if Josh Allen is injured, he has to play with an injury because, you know, it's rumored that he has to play, what was it, like a, a UCL injury, right? Like a, yeah. it's like a top gun kind of thing. Yeah. I think the more they play him through the injury, the more it's going to cost them, right? And I'm, I'm kind of going with the Outlander Super Bowl pick here because – Yes, uh, Kansas City has been good with their, you know, their depleted offense. Like Patrick Mahomes has been as advertised, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it another notch. I'm gonna go with the Miami Dolphins coming out of the AFC. Wow. I think I their offense. I think that their offense is great. I think that their defense, while it's not nothing to be amazed with, I don't think there's any team that is keeping up with this receiving core. And I think that that's going to be the reason why they can eventually maybe come out of the AFC. Moving to the NFC, I think it's a two-man race. I think maybe three, depending on a few other teams. But there's, I think there's a two-man race between the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. 
Um, obviously, we know that the 49ers with, you know, they didn't look great to start the year, but that's because, you know, that's because their offense with Jimmy G wasn't really moving as much. And what did they do with that? They went out there and they acquired Christian McCaffrey. And a CMC and a Kyle Shanahan offense is fucking scary. That is unbelievable. That shouldn't be allowed. Goodell should have vetoed that. Um, Wait, what did you say your Super Bowl wasn't it? Dolphins Niners? I'm saying saying that the Eagles now have a chance. Obviously, they're undefeated. Um, You know, Jalen Hurts has been playing great this year. No denying that. But I think that I think that their risky play is going to catch up to them at some point. I've been saying it from the entire, the entire season. I said that like they 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 win games, but they don't dominate games. They don't. They've dominated a few of them, but it's not to the. It's not what you expect from this team. You expect them to go out there and you expect them to kill every opponent. I think it's going to cost them against the playoff team, and I think that playoff team will be the 49ers that cost them, just because of their way to attack you everywhere with the ball. Um, I'm going to have a Dolphins 49ers Super Bowl matchup. And nice. Student versus the, teacher. I think that the winner of this, I, I, I honestly agree with them. I think the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, I don't think – I think that CMC is probably going to come away with the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, they can attack you in all these ways. And my, I don't think Miami's offense is ready for it. However, I think Francisco's defense is going to be ready for the task against Miami's offense. They're going to get constant pressure on Tua. Um, you know, I think this is going to be a, good, a great Super Bowl. The uh, Dolphins Niners. Niners, come on top. Okay. Who's your MVP? Uh, I'm going to go CMC. Is it CMC? Yep. Yeah. All right. I had the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Dude, that's bad, dude. All right. We didn't <laughs> think they were going to be this bad. I did not have them in the playoffs. I'm I'm proud of that. But I you didn't that. think it was gonna be this bad. Mm-hmm. All right. I had the Broncos versus the Rams. We all had the Rams in the Super Bowl. Now what a coincidence. Because we all have the 49ers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I have them beating the Chiefs, just like Ramon. Uh okay. and I have the nine yeah, I have the Niners winning, beating the Chiefs. I think the Niners, just like Matt said, it's a, really a two man race. I mean, maybe like a sleeper team could come in, but I doubt it. And I think the yeah, Niners the sleeper is... team, the sleeper team is Tom and the Bucks. The don't know the only the only team that I think the only couple teams that I think have a chance the like Bucks sliver of hope Dallas and Minnesota. I think those are the as of right now, I think those are the only two teams that have a sliver of hope don't, of going into the game and beating anyone. Don't, I just think the... don't sleep on Tom when the when the game matters in the big moments he delivers. And that team is still too talented enough he has, to wake he, up. He are, had one touchdown drive. We, we they're are asleep. Getting, they are a sleeping giant. We are we are getting too we are getting too carried away with this win. What if what if the, what if the Rams won this game? What if they like they should have? What if the Rams won that game? I still have faith in Tom. I've never dealt Tom in a game like that. I've seen it too many times. Well, now do I, I doubt the team in the Bucks? Sure. Yeah, All no, right, sorry, Sam. We keep interrupting you. It's the Bucks team in general that hasn't been good either. So that's why, that's why I'm not, I'm not sleeping on the Bucks. I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm sleeping on the Bucks. But Sam, continue. I bet. Uh, I think that it, uh, the, it's going to be the Eagles versus the Niners in the NFC Championship. But I think the Niners are just 
more complete. Like they can just like attack yes. in more ways. I they agree. have a, a slightly better defense. I think the Eagles' defense is good. Yeah. But I think the Niners' defense is better. They have better coaching, in my opinion. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's why I think the Niners are going to win. I think it will be a close one. But they're going to beat the Chiefs and another close one. But my MVP is Debo Samuel. He is him. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to – my NFC championship is Cowboys-Niners. And my – That's a good one, yeah. too. And my AFC championship is Chiefs Bengals. But if Deshaun Watson plays really good, it could be Chiefs Browns. It's not gonna be the Chiefs Browns. Deshaun Watson's supposed to get back, bro. My that AFC would also would probably be Chiefs Bills. Okay. No. I think the Bills go out on the second round. <laughs> that ain't happening. Uh anyone have anything else to add? Um, I mean, has anything big even happened today? Uh, Clayton World Kershaw officially shit. resigned, so I just want to make sure. I just want to let them. Yeah. If you all I see that, if you see the, yeah. if you guys yeah, see the MLB video before do. this one, Did no, Sam picked him to go. He picked him to go elsewhere. He picked him in in Texas. Are you sure? I picked. Who is it? Oh no, no, he picked him on the Mets. No, to the Mets to replace the drum. No, that was yeah. No, Kershaw no, picked the Dodgers. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I read this into the video, and today, and he, uh, he picked him to go to the Mets. No, I picked Kershaw to the Dodgers. That, Verlander, that's Verlander, Mets. and then he said Degrom goes to Texas. I'm pretty sure Matt was the only one. No, that's I'm thinking of a different team, no, but I, I know. Down, I, right now. I'm looking. No, at yeah, it. he definitely picked that because I, I, I said I agree. I remember saying I agreed with. Why did I listen to something different? Verlander to the Mets. Yeah, Verlander was the ground to the Rangers, Kershaw to the Dodgers. Yeah, so that that happened. Well, I had I had Kershaw to the Dodgers, too, so we are, we we are all correct. All one for one, sir. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I got mine wrong. Where did um, you have him going? Angels. I said he stays. Yeah, I said he stays in L.A. <laughs> he got. The I, city, I, I, right? I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think the Dodgers would let him walk. I mean, I didn't think the Dodgers would bring him back. I thought they were done with him. Anyway. He's old and sucks. He doesn't suck, but okay. If you haven't already, make sure to go watch our first ever podcast with the Rock. Don't miss miss our World Cup prediction podcast coming up soon. Yep. Well, if Matt's not into it, at least you and me for sure. All right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But make sure to join the Fantasy League. Spots are filling up fast. (laughs) (laughs) There. Aaron Judge, you are a Red Sox.